Welcome to Bold Girl Biz Podcast. This is the podcast dedicated to fearless and brave entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Robbie Walls. So consider yourself one step closer to success. Why? Because you're going to hear lessons learned through failures, setbacks, and sometimes laughable moments in business. And the resilience it takes to get back up, shake it off, and move you from failure to success as a way to grow your business and build income. Let's go. Welcome, everyone. We have a special treat for you today. His name is Doug Sandler of Turnkey Podcast. He is the leader in the podcast industry. He's the host of his own Nice Guys on Pat on Nice Guys on Business podcast. He has over a thousand episodes and he's in 175 countries and has been downloaded 300, no, I'm sorry, 3.5 million times. Let's welcome Doug Sandler. Well, thanks, Robbie. Thanks for having me on the show and congratulations on the launch of your very own show. I'm excited to, uh, to help you there. Thank you, Doug. You yeah. are welcome. Yes. So Doug, um, tell our audience, um, we have a big audience of women entrepreneurs and um, tell us how you came all about Turnkey Podcasts. So it's interesting. I think I, I think I stumbled into podcast production. I was a professional speaker and I had written a book called Nice Guys Finish First. And uh, back in 2015, the book came out and I wanted a way uh, to promote the book. So uh, my friend and I, his name is Strickland, uh, we started the podcast called the Nice Guys on Business podcast. And uh, a few years into having my podcast and doing really well with promoting my book and my speaking business, somebody that was in our community came to us and said, hey, can you teach me how to do what you've done with your podcast if I build my very own podcast? So I said, I'd be happy to. His name is Lou. I'd be happy to, Lou. But I have, I've never done this before. So I don't know what to charge you. I don't even know necessarily the steps. He said, hey, let's grow it. Let's grow it together. Here's how much I could afford to pay. Would you be open to that? And uh, look, it was money coming in the door and I loved Lou and he was a great, valuable uh, community member. So I said, absolutely. So that was the beginning of this podcast production business, which has completely taken over. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we've launched uh, well over a hundred shows and millions of downloads, thousands of episodes, podcast produced. And uh, we've been loving this, this run right now. And the Nice Guys on Business has been the cornerstone to, uh, to all of our our podcast production clients as well. So it has been an interesting, interesting journey that we've been on over the last several years. Nice. It sounds like you have just, uh, so you're in 175 countries. Wow. And do you have clients from all over? So uh, the, the majority of our clients are in the U.S., although we have had some inquiries from outside of the U.S., uh, not for any reason other than just, you know, I guess, uh, you know, time zone and other things and maybe even cultural reasons. Uh, the, all of our clients have been in the United States, but we are all over the United States, which is great. We have clients from east to west and north and south. Uh, we have uh, clients in, in Canada, so that's, I guess, our international reach right now. Nice. We have clients in, in Boston and in Detroit and Florida and, jeez, mm. uh, all, all over the United States. And our show is listened to in 175 countries, which does extend our reach considerably 
uh, but our podcast production business uh, for now, uh, maybe that doesn't mean that we can't go international with our production business, but our show for now, actually, that's not right. I actually have a client in England too, Susan Kennard of the Spiritual Awakener. She's in, she's in the UK. Nice. So we do have, we do have a, a pretty good reach with our show and, uh, and certainly with our, uh, with our podcast production business as well. Now, Doug, can you walk me through uh, someone that uh, wants to start podcasting, like myself, and uh, tell us what needs to go on uh, in the person's mind and tell us what path they need to take when they sign up with you, with Turnkey Podcasts? No, I appreciate the question. I I think that people approach us from a number of different angles, uh, and we've kind of boiled it down to putting people into three different buckets. And depending on what bucket that you fit into would really determine what path you take in getting into podcasting. So the three buckets are, are you looking to build uh, influence? Are you looking to build a community or are you looking to build a bank account? So community Mm -hmm. influence or money are oftentimes the three primary reasons that people get into podcasting. They don't have to be independent ideas, but depending on which is your primary focus would dictate how we, how we really uh, approach the strategy of getting into, into podcasting. For example, if somebody said to me, I really want to make money quickly. We have a whole different approach than if somebody said to me, I want to become an influencer in my, in my space. So we really do try to take a very strategic approach to how to launch a podcast and work that way right from the very beginning. It, it doesn't mean that that idea or that goal won't change along the journey, but when you first get started, uh, you know, there's a specific reason why that people tend to, to kind of gravitate towards getting into podcasting to begin with. So it sounds like two, uh, so you can be, you can actually come in as, Hey, I want to be an influencer or you can say, Hey, I need to make money. So you have two ways of thinking about podcasting. Yeah. I mean, actually there's, you know, the way that we've kind of divided it, there's three ways there's community. If I want to be Mm -hmm. a community builder or if I want to be somebody that's an influencer and, or if I want to make money. So for example, when I first got into podcasting, I was not doing it to, to make money. That was not my original intention of getting into, into podcasting. I really wanted to share my message and grow my community because as a guy with a, a newly launched book, you know as well as I do through your experience in, in either writing books or understanding the, the, you know, the, the behind-the-scenes process of putting a yes. book together, somebody's not going to rich, get rich writing a book. They may get rich as a result of sharing their book with enough people so that they're going to get on enough stages if they're a professional speaker or a consultant, if they're a business consultant, but just selling the book is not going to be what's going to make you money. So sharing your message and growing your community, that was originally the intention. Then we started to gravitate into, you know, as, as we progress through this, this process, our journey into podcasting, it was no longer about just growing a community. Then it became uh, our sole focus became on how do we now, now that we're almost two years into this, I was thinking at the time three years ago, now that we're, we're two years into this, how do I actually turn the corner and make money from this? We had a whole different focus, a whole different strategy mm-hmm. for, for how to do that. And there's many, there's dozens of ways that you can make money podcasting. It's not just advertising and sponsorship, which is probably the, the minimal way that we make money using our, our show. But there are many, many dozens of, of ways uh, to, that, to be able to make money with your podcast as your platform. So money, uh, influence, and community are the three ways that you can actually focus on, uh, on getting into podcasting. Nice. That is great. What would you say would be the challenges that you've had or the biggest challenge? 
Well, it's interesting. That's a great question. And, and I, if it's okay with you, I'd love to throw that question back to you and say, okay, Robbie, when you got into podcasting, what did you think your biggest challenge was going to be? And maybe that was actually what came to reality. What was your biggest challenge? So can I ask you that question? What was, what was your biggest challenge when you got into podcasting? Sure. My biggest challenge was uh, growing my community. Uh, someone try, uh, trying to locate me, find me, um, so that I can be that influencer. Um, I came to this not as a hobby, but uh, this is one of my talents and my gifts. I love communication. I love community. Uh, and so I really wanted to have a message out to other people. So I think the biggest challenge is, you know, in my head was, who, who am I going to reach? Okay. Um, is it going to be successful? All right. And I love that. And then the reality of it is that while we haven't even spent a, a you know, a, a, a huge amount of time, I think with just a small block of time on actually, okay, well, how do I get my community? Where was your challenge when you actually started to undertake this process? I mean, I have something that immediately pops into my mind, but what is what my definition of what your challenge was is probably maybe even different than what your challenge was. So what, what was the reality of your challenge outside of growing your community? Uh, probably getting all set up. Um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's the exactly where I was. Set at. up process. Um, but Doug, you have it all laid out step by step, and if you follow the steps and read everything, it is um, you know, it is very elementary. However, you do run into some hurdles. Oh yeah, Absolutely. and so so the biggest challenge that people often have are, well, what am I going to talk about, or how am I going to get guests, or how am I going to get, get you know become an influencer, or how I am am I going to be become a community builder or share my message? And when it comes down to it, oftentimes people get stuck in the technology. Hey, how do mm -hmm. I set up my microphone, or how do I, right. you know, we've spent we've spent hours just working on uh, automation integration and Zoom and all of the other things that may not seem on their own to be a challenge, but when you start to put these things all together, it's like, oh my gosh, there are, you know, you have a scheduling program and you have yes. Zoom and then you have a calendar and then you have email and then you have communication <laughs> with your guests and then all of the templates that you're building for sending out the invitation to guests. And many of those things, you don't even realize until they sneak up on you. It's like, wow, these really are some of the hurdles that I must go over, mm -hmm. even outside of building community influence and making money from your show. Yes. And I experienced all of that. Even uh, this show right here, coming onto it, I was on a totally different platform and I had no idea. And Doug, uh, very patiently, and I do mean <laughs> patiently, <laughs> walked me right through that. I mean, he is absolutely amazing. Absolutely. Well, thanks, Robbie. And you mm -hmm. know, it takes it takes a good student to to make a good to, a good teacher even mm -hmm. better. So many times you deal with people that although they may be completely proficient, as I know that you are in many of the things that are in quote unquote your zone of genius. Your zone of genius doesn't need to be in technology, and it doesn't even need to be in podcasting because that or, or consequently that's the reason why oftentimes I tell people it's really important just like anything mm -hmm. to have a mentor or a coach or somebody that just understands those hurdles you don't ever have to need to worry about hey how do I integrate zoom or my acuity scheduling program with with uh you know with uh with my podcast because you could learn it and then relearn it and then relearn it again but if it's not your zone of genius it's not going to stick just knowing some of the basics is good mm -hmm. but you know, you should stay within your zone and your zone is your 
you, you said it just earlier, you said your specialty, your, your genius is in yes. your communication. And that's really where it should be. So those that are listening in your community, I, I encourage them. While yes, there is an expense to that, it's also, okay, where do I really want to spend my time? You're not making good, good decisions when you are making decisions from a, oh, let me learn how to set up Zoom or set up my podcast. Right. It's just not it's just not the way that you should be wired. You should be wired to stay in your zone of genius. Stay in your zone. That is key. Very much so. Great. Thank you so much, Doug. This has been awesome. Uh, one more thing uh, before we let you go. Um, can you tell us any um, of more shows that you have, that you have hosted that you want to let our audience know about? Oh, geez, that's great. Thanks again, Robbie. So <laughs> I host a show called the Nice Guys on Business podcast, and we were at our, our busiest point. We were doing five episodes a week because uh, it was just a content producing machine, and we love doing interviews. It's a great way to meet some major influencers <clears throat> on, your, on your podcast sitting in that guest seat. So I've gotten uh, a valuable, a huge amount of valuable um, free coaching from the guests that have come on my show. Uh, so, um, you know, the nice guys on business is a good one. We have a short format show called the BizWiz podcast. We have one specifically focused on, on podcast production called turnkey podcast. I have another show that I do as a passion project called, uh, Ford Mustang, the early years I have another show called the ZX <laughs> podcast. So I really have five shows that I focus a lot of energy on and I co-host a couple of other shows with other, other, um, hosts as well. Uh, but the nice guys on business has by far been our best, our anchor show, thousand plus episodes, almost 4 million downloads, 175 countries. And, and it has been a, a valuable learning experience for me the entire way through. And I have loved, loved, loved hosting this. And you know, the hidden gift that I've gotten for, for sure has been all of the valuable relationships that I have made the 700 plus interviews in those thousand plus episodes. Nice have been uh, some of my greatest relationships, hundreds of thousands of dollars in income made from the relationships that I built through my, my podcast alone. That is absolutely amazing. I am so, so grateful to have met you and to have this great big platform to, um, to, sh to share to other people. This is awesome, Doug. Well, thanks. Thanks, Robbie. You are going to be a great host. I'm looking forward to listening to a lot of your interviews. And I know these are part of your launch episodes. And you will be amazed at how quickly you're going to pick up this information and just run, run with it. You are a sponge when it comes to, you know, mm -hmm. gaining, garnering information and learning uh, about podcasting. I know that's going to be the same as a host. You're going to love having, uh, uh, you know, so many valuable partners that you develop through, uh, through your podcast. And, uh, you know, I wish you a lot of work, a lot of luck on uh, uh, Bold Girl Biz. You're going to do great. Thank you so much, Doug. Thank you all. And I'm Robbie Walls and I'll see you next time. Hey, thanks for listening to Bold Girl Biz. If you've enjoyed today's lessons learned, leave us a comment or review. And for today's show notes, head over to Bold girlbiz.com and click podcast. While you're there, you'll find tools to help you power through your journey to success to achieve your goals. Always remember, I believe in you. You are powerful and you are bold. See you soon.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.